everybody. This is your man, Jay Licks, and you're back rocking with the culture cure. I got my favorite people in the world. How y'all doing? Great. Mm-hmm. Ladies, 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 what's going on? How was your week? My week was pretty good. Almost over. Looking forward to it. Being the weekend and unwinding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tiff, what's good? Life's good. I was cracking up when you started because I was eating a piece of salmon and I was still <laughs> chewing. <laughs> like, oh. Okay, we just gonna get started on me, but I'm good. Life's good. Want to wait for you to swallow. Sydney tipped up the cup as soon as he hit record. So, uh, <laughs> say where you get that salmon from? Down the street. Oh, I picked it up. No one knows what that means. <laughs> as a restaurant, or did you? <laughs> no, I went house? to uh, my brother and sister's house. And, uh, okay. okay. I cooked dinner last night, and they cooked dinner tonight. Oh, okay. I did for a restaurant name though. Down the street. Down the street. Down the street. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and how was your week? Really good. I'm glad tomorrow's Friday. I want to hey. relax this weekend. Yeah, you actually been working like for real work in the last few months with you know your Jamaican situation. So yeah. Look, okay. I'm out here trying to get this bread. <laughs> what you gonna do with? It? You got some plans yeah. for it? I can't Can I have some. <laughs> Just like to watch it pile up. I guess. That's yeah. a good feeling. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. When it gets that's to the, the first level, time. I don't want to spend it. I like looking at it. Yeah, that's the first time that's actually happened to me in my in my life. So, um, okay. yeah, it is a good feeling. Racks on racks on racks on. I, I didn't say all that. That's what you said. It's cool. So um, we we have some special guests, uh, friends of the show, in the building tonight for our special episode of He Said She Said. Melvin, man, what's good? How was your week, guys? How have you been? What's good? You know, we see you getting a lot of money out here. You rock. You dropping new twenty twenties and stuff. You know, what's good? Okay. Eating lobster tail. Uh, lobster tails and scallops and shit. Jasmine rice. Jasmine rice. I don't know about lobster tails and all that. That's it. Eating the lobster tails. I was just eating. Yeah, I'm some chicken. But uh, I'm chilling, man, you know. Chicken living bro. my life right now, you know. I got the 2020, you know, I done joined the church. Ooh, 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 2020! 2020! the streets up every weekend. Chilling, man. I'm actually enjoying life right now. Okay. One. You know, new job, new, new position, so. Okay, you the boss. Oh. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, okay. I, I, I said a Congratulations. Oh, okay, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I heard you crossed over to the rock, made yourself hot, huh? Man. You the topic of discussion in every nail shot. I got so many questions now. My man's called me like, hey, I got something for you. I came through like let's let's rock with it. He said, wouldn't they split Nate make on that they go East Nate, but do it quietly go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Okay. See it was good, man. Long time. How you doing? I've been good, man. I've been good. Keeping keeping busy through the, the madness, trying to make the most out the year. How's COVID been treating you? What's going on? How's that uh, with your position? I know you, you're more so an in-the-face person, face-to-face type of situation. How's COVID been uh, working with your business? It's been good, actually. Um, I don't mind too much. It's, it's nice not having to leave the house. Um, and fortunately, I can do just as much over the phone or on Zoom as I can do in person. So that's the fortunate part. So uh, blessed to have a job in which I can stay functional in this environment. So knock on wood if it continues. Okay. Uh, Great. So let's get right into it. So the first question I want to pose to the group. Wait, how was your week? 
same thing. I'm in school. I'm still in training right now. So it's just like a uh-huh. overload, you know, and then training, you know, virtually is, you know, you don't really get much hand. Well, we do a little hands on, but it's not the same as, you know, being able to kind of just work with your computer and have your team around you and so on and so forth. So, um, it's a, oh, I switched positions. I'm an underwriter now. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, just, 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 just a new experience, you know. No, no, no more money. Just, y'all are hilarious. You a whole lot. Actually, it's really just talk, man. I, just right under. Just right under, underwriting, you know. Well, you, you know, know yeah, you know. It's under, so that's like you know, that's a step yeah. down because it's underwriting. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. But um, no, it's been cool. You know, uh, looking forward to the weekend, which is I think it's probably already booked up. I got a meeting coming up and a couple of family events and then, yeah, so it's just you know, whatever. But I appreciate you asking, though, Aaron. It's nice of you. Mm. You know, you all typically don't. Don't so. expect it again. Yeah, yeah I, I typically don't. That's why I yeah, just jump right in. Why your face turned up? Right. right. Hold on, what Tiffany say? Yeah, she confused. Every single week. Maybe. Um, you said I do? <laughs> somebody does. <laughs> That's true. No, I'm let, let him hate. Playing this victim. Mm-hmm. I am typically the victim. However. Are you... Let's get right into this. So, the first question I wanted to ask to the masses is, is it a problem going Dutch? (laughs) And if it is, if it isn't a problem, is it a problem to go Dutch on the first date? Dutch on Hmm. the first date? That's, I mean... I don't know about. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with you, Mel. Since you jumped out there, I jumped out there. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, what you? So, let's start here. Do you think it's ever okay to go Dutch? Just answer the first part of the question. Nah, I don't think it's okay. As a man, I mean, as a man, as a man, if you if I ask, if I ask a lady out, then I'm gonna take care. I mean, I'm gonna take care of the bill. Okay. Aaron, what you think? So if, if if a guy if a, you caught me off guard. So let's so let's, <laughs> ready so let, to so let's, let's start with the first part of the question. So this is not the first date. So this is somebody that you've been um you've been dating, and he's like, yeah, let's uh let's hang out tonight or whatever. But let's let's go Dutch. Somebody have been dating. Yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. So <laughs> oh, I'm at a different place in my life. <laughs> right now where my answer is going to be different from what it would have been. Shut up. I see Sydney. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not in that different of a place. I'm more of that kind of person where I don't mind paying sometimes, but I don't think it should be majority of the time. Why is that? If I offer, um, because I, I, I like guys who want to, you know. Do things for you. Take care of me in a sense. Yeah. Right. So I, I want to, I want to be able to pay for you sometimes, but I also want that guy who doesn't want me to pay for him. Does that make, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be that okay with it where every time we go out, I'm paying, but I just don't see the point in the Dutch stuff. Now, Back in like early college, if we're dating, we were like broke already. We go out on a lot of dates. Okay, we can go Dutch, no biggie. But I'm 35. I don't think Dutch is cool. 
like it's just not an adult thing to do like nope. either you pay or sorry it's not I, either you pay or i pay right like i, I kind of feel this way with my friends sometimes i'm like i'm not about to sit here and collect five dollars from all y'all when we order shots like we too old for this so i mean some people ain't got it though which Didn't is why it. i didn't just say that and then I'll probably pay for it. So, um, let me switch it up. Let me get to the second part of the question. Sydney, would you ever uh, present a female to go Dutch on the first date? Like, you know, let's when y'all get to the to the date or whatever. Like, hey, so can we go Dutch? Would you ever Not do that? See it, the kid. <laughs> no, um, oh, I was about to say, will he? <laughs> No, uh, I think I think to tie in the kind of both questions. No, I wouldn't do that. First of all, I think that's rude. Um, but I think it's all circumstantial. Um, so I agree with that. Fight somebody. If you're sending an invitation, then you should be the person that's paying. But if I ask you out to dinner, I'm asking you out to dinner. I should be paying. I because if you don't have it, and I put you in a position where you say, "Oh, I'm gonna say yes," just so I don't mean, and you ain't got it, I put you in a bad position, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so if if ever it's an invitation, if I ask any one of y'all out, just on some friendship, hey Jeff, man, let me let's go out to eat. I can't order a bunch of food and be like, "Hey man, get whatever you want," and then just be like, "All right, we're gonna split it." it it's a it's an invitation, then you should be taking care of it. Now, if we're chilling. And we both say, hey, let's go get something to eat. And we split it, it's fine. It's still not gonna be an expectation because to Melvin's point, I'm a man, I'm still going to put my card down first. But if the other person does or she does too, I'm not gonna object to it because it's not an invitation, not a date. It was just two hungry people who decided to go out and get some <laughs> some food. Let's just take care of it. Okay. Tiff, if you were on a first date. And the bill came, and the guy was like, "Hey, so can we just go Dutch on this one? How would you respond?" I'd pay the whole bill. <laughs> Start oh, on the bill. I do it. That's ten. That's ten. Well, I, do well, I got it. You know what? I got it. I got it. I got it. Tiffany, that's why we friends. Because you could, we we too old. Yeah, we're too old for that. On the first day, I would just be like, "I got it too." Nah, this whole bill is mine, buddy. So now, <laughs> so Tiff, is there a second date? Can date? we go out to eat? I mean, no. <laughs> There's no second date? No. You're right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Saran, let me ask you a question. This, uh, this is a third part now that I, that has just come to my mind. So you're on a date. Uh, well, no, you're not on a date. So you're in a relationship and you call your guy and say, hey, let's do this. Do you expect to pay for that date? Or do you expect him to pay for that date when you called him? Because Sydney made a, a good point about the invitation. So we both chilling, and it says, let's say it's not even your guy, somebody that you've dated, you're dating, you may have been on two or three dates, and a movie comes out or something that you want to do, and you decide this is the person I'm dealing with at this time, let me call them to try to do it. Now, in that regard of what Sydney said in regards to the invitation, do you go into that expecting to pay, or do you expect him to pay? Um, like Sydney said, I would go into it expecting to pay was my suggestion. Now, would I be appreciative or like oh okay if he decide to pay anyway yes and i'm gonna let him do that but i if i suggested it i'm gonna go into it expecting to pay because it was my suggestion but i was gonna say to y'all pointer what everybody was saying i kind of i think that's something that i've carried with me like aaron said back in college days like you're used to going dutch or you're used to kind of taking care of stuff 
that's probably I don't know if I want to use the word bad habit, but for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, I'm, something I'm that like I'm not gonna let you just keep paying, keep paying, keep paying, even though I probably should or you know, uh, like Melvin said, as a man, like letting him do that or that's what he wants to do. But me and my personality, because I'm so used to doing that back then, it would be like, no, you, you know, you've been paying all this time. Like I got it this time when, you know, sometimes it's like, just sit back and let him do it. So that, that's something, that's a trait that I already kind of have embedded Mm -hmm. in me. My dad, even, I think some men get kind of um, offended a little bit. Like my dad, I haven't like, I used to ask my dad for money all the time, by the way, (laughs) just throwing that out there for who didn't know. But like now that I'm older, like now I'm offering to pay for things for him and he gets like pissed. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, why can't I like, you know, buy you a burger or, you know, like, what's the big deal? It's like really a big deal for him. And I feel like it's like that for some other men. Like they just, that's, they pride themselves on that. So it seems to be hard for them to be in that position to, to take what's given as opposed to being the person that's providing. Right. It's a sense of look at it like, oh, I don't need, I don't want her taking care of me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a like, sense oh, of vulnerability. It's just lunch. <laughs> it's a sense of vulnerability. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. what it is. Um, where if... And some men okay with it. That's a whole nother story. It's a lot of men okay with it. They'll, they'll let you pay for um, everything. Let... My girl got me. Does she? Um, <laughs> it's a sense of, it's a sense of a vulnerability and I think it's a, it's a pride thing. Um, and I had to, you know, come to grasp with that too, because I was putting myself in positions where I, I like really didn't have it, you know, like we would go mm-hmm. out and I would go on a date or whatever and chick could get the order and up stuff. And I'm over here looking at Whoa. What, what, what bill not going to get paid, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm in it now. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I got to do this now. And I, and I guess to say, uh, the reason I bring that up is that because a lot of guys are prideful and they kind of keep stuff close to the belt and they won't explain or won't share that. Um, do you ever, as from a woman's point of view, do you ever think like, Hey, you know, they've been doing a lot. I don't know if they got it. They never said it is a problem, but let me do X, Y, and Z because they've been doing so much just as a, a precaution or do you just let them keep cashing until Y'all washing dishes. So for for me, um, it it could just be like my anxiety and how I operate. But like, if somebody starts paying for too much stuff for me, I get anxious. Like I have to do something. Like I have to like we go to the movies. Okay, play your part. You pay for dinner and you pay for the movie. Okay, whatever snacks you want, go crazy. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I have to be able to pull my weight in any situation because what yeah. I don't want it to ever be said is that you sat here and you took, 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 and you never brought anything to the table. Like that, yeah. you ain't gonna never be able to say that about me. You sound just like me. Oh, yeah, that's a sense. So do you think, do you all think that it's a, it's a, a a time difference like are we you know that we came through the era of like the independent woman and uh, and not even just that but a lot of uh, i don't know how a lot of those were i know i was raised by a single parent it wasn't even my parent it was my single grandparent and you know so 
like growing up around that, I think, especially for women that were maybe raised by their single mother, do you think that may have played a role into you now feeling that, hey, I have to always be in a position to do for myself, regardless of what anyone is doing, I have to always be in a position to do for myself. And Tiff, do you think that anxiety comes from the fact of, hey, I can't let nobody just do everything for me because like you said, you want to, you want to show that you can bring something to, to the table, but there is a point in time, you know, if we want to go back way before women weren't bringing anything to the table, you know, and that comes, I guess that. You feel like women have always been the table. They built that table. <laughs> Check yourself. <laughs> women wasn't bringing nothing to the table now he's about to try to play this victim role again uh, I can already tell when he put his Jeff's head down views do not reflect the views of all of us on this <laughs> Zoom. I just want to make that clear I didn't say that I had enough to see my head move I'm just I didn't blink financially financially there was a point in time when women weren't bringing things <laughs> to the table and with that being said, um, what do you all think was the shift? Do you think it was the fact that there weren't men in the household and women had to start to be the support system? What do you think, what do you all think made that dynamic shift from, you know, a man being, because that that's typically goes back to what Aaron was saying about, you know, you want to be taken care of. Like, I think that's a, a female's nature to want to feel secure and safe. And I know I can depend on this person. So it's still there. But what do you all think made that shift or what caused the shift? I think it was, I mean, myself, I think it was the, like you said, the, the single mom, being a single mom in a house and, you know, that, that independent thing or being independent. Like they, but with that saying, they want to get, get in their bag. So everybody want to, you know, females want to get their money. They want to, you know, stand on their own two feet so they ain't got to ask nobody, ask another man for nothing. Like, I think it's like, like, you just, like all three of y'all, y'all all are, you know, I know y'all independent, y'all do y'all thing. And that's pretty much how it is now. And I think all females are like that now, just about. I think it was um, a part of not just like, oh, I want to make my own money. I think it was probably more so they were forced to for various reasons, right? We talking about just the black community, right? The black male was taken out of the household for various reasons. Um, but I mean, I'm also state the obvious. There are a lot of men who aren't present because they just don't feel like it. So um, I think that left the single mom feeling like, okay, nobody <laughs> has my back. I gotta get out here, get, I gotta get it, money, I, yeah. And now it's a thing, right? Like a thing thing. Or now it's almost like, in some cases, oh, what do I need a man for? Mm -hmm. It's almost like, okay, I, I got a man because I want one, not because I really need a man. Yeah. I agree with all of that. And I think <clears throat> what also iced that cake was after all of that happened and it was the independent woman and the single mom raising both males and females. So like everybody saw this. And then you have that whole era of the woman who did want to be taken care of. Now she's a gold digger. So I think that contributes kind of to the thought of, well, I want to look like I'm bringing something to the table because I don't want to mm -hmm. be called a gold digger or be thought to be using him. Now what we're seeing is another flip because you got city girls and all these other girls talking about take this from that man. So it's, it's 
turning back around, maybe not in the best way or not presented in the best way. But I think that that contribute to, contributed to it too and to the mindset of, no, I want to make sure I have my own, I get my bag because one, I want to be able to take care of myself just in case there's no one around. And two, I don't want anybody thinking that I'm not bringing anything to the table or that I'm using them. I think it's just a realistic thing to do though nowadays. Like I, I think it should have been a little more realistic then, right? Especially if you have kids, it's a chance y'all might not make it. It's a chance that person's feelings might change. They might not want to take care of you for the next 20, 30 years, right? So that's just a realistic thing to do. Like say, hey, maybe I should have something of my own just in case this don't work out. I think there's just a realistic way to think about things nowadays. If you have something to say. Yeah, so for me, it doesn't track to the single parent uh, household concept for me. Like I grew up in a, a two parent household. So I didn't get that that energy necessarily of, okay, well, and my mom, she's a hustler, like a straight up and down hustler. Um, we'll take care of everything she needs to take care of. But for me, it tracks back to, um, so like I'm, my brother has a lot, I've got a brother who's got a lot of guy friends. And I was the only girl who was privy to be around a lot of guys in those conversations. And in those conversations, they would talk about the type of girls they were dating and ultimately the type of women that they were dating. And I just never wanted to be the negative aspects of those, the, the women that they were talking about in that conversation. Like I didn't want to be the girl that would take everything. I didn't want to be all of those negative things. So whatever they would have a conversation about, I would make mental notes like, okay, Tiffany, well, you need to be able to do X, Y, and Z. And yeah. you don't want to be the type of girl that does this because a majority of these niggas don't like it. So you right. need to... I think that's, that's changed over time, right? Years ago, men were like, oh, I want to provide for my family, be the sole provider. Now it's like, oh yeah, I want to provide, but I want her to be able to do something else mm -hmm. than take care of our kids or you know like i want her to bring something else to the table but i think that was taught though i think like i said going back yeah, to that, yeah, that, sure. that that trickle down effect and then once it got you to the point where like you said men were being taken out of the household or they were just leaving on their own free will now you have men growing up not even seeing what it looks like to support a family you know mm -hmm. my mama supported the family so and then in some situations you don't even know how to treat a woman because you never know if the mother remarried or if she just, you know, stayed single or if she just dated or whatever the case may be. Now this guy or this 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 young boy who grows to be a man doesn't really know how to treat a woman. So he's actually stumbling around through women trying to figure it out himself. And then he, you know, makes a family or makes several families and that's just all he knows because now he the street he, he belongs to the streets. So the streets <laughs> raising him. So he's just figured it out. To that point, I, I have a question for the guys, though. So is there a such thing as a woman bringing too much to the table? Because you see, you know, they say statistically, like, absolutely but not. they say statistically, right. like the more degrees you have, the more education or the higher your position at work, like you're are. less likely to get married. Well, I was just going to say on, on that, on that question is that I think that over time, the idea of gender roles were pushed away. 
right? So I think over time, and to Tiffany's point, regardless of like uh, single parents, women got to a point where they were just like, well, motherfucker, what if I don't want a man? You mean to tell me I got to get married to take care of myself? No, I'm going to do it myself. These gender roles of the man has to do this and a woman has to do this doesn't necessarily identify with what I want to do, so I'm not going to do it. Um, and with that being said, I don't think that it's a problem with the woman bringing too much to the table because if you're doing everything that it is that you want to do and one of those things is being uber successful and, and providing things, then that's perfectly okay. Um, I, my expectation is that I'm going to have to put my weight as well. But um, I think that it's it just those out the outdated ideas that the man has to take care of everything and the woman has to play her part. It doesn't work anymore, right? Because that was an old society idea. But in reality, we know that if you got two people in the household and they both friends, you have more shit right if if mm. both people are making six figures you have more money in a house why the hell would i want to just be the only person working when you're just as smart you got degrees and you can make us even more money wait what that's how you build generational wealth um it just doesn't add up or make sense anymore this that old idea so now that we've come to terms and we realizing it any guy that's think think they're dating a woman that's too successful you're an idiot you hustling backwards. You're literally running away from the money. What are you doing? You need to run towards the money. Get all, make all the money you can. And on top of that, let's make some more. Um, if, if that, that should be the only idea. How you turn the I into we is the only thing that really makes sense these days, especially. I think like, like people tend to find themselves, right? So I think we talked about this probably like last year or something. We had one of these little sessions and we were talking about would a woman making six figures date a man who's making 30, 40,000? Like, is that realistic? I'm not saying it doesn't happen. That's just not realistic. I think like people are probably going to probably find each other. And those are the ones that can probably continue to grow. I, I just don't, it, that doesn't typically happen. Now the other way around, you know, if a man is making six figures or something and the, the woman is making 30, 40,000. Nowadays, I think it would be okay as long as she has plans to do something mm. that to be better, right? You can, I don't see a successful man being okay nowadays, or most of them at least, being okay with, oh, you make 30, 40,000 over at Wendy's, keep that job. <laughs> like, no, they, they're probably gonna be like, oh, well, what's your plans to make more or do better, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, Melvin has something to say that I'm going to chime in after he does. Uh, you forgot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess my question to pose is, and we did talk about this, and you said like, like people typically find each other, but when you find someone, I mean, I guess it depends on the circles that you're, you're in and, and where... That too. That plays a big part in it too. And, and where you find each other because depending on that circle, you may interact with someone, you know, a guy who's making 30, 40, $50,000 and you're making six figures, but you don't know that depending on, you know, how they carry themselves. Cause I can make 30, $40,000 and carry myself like I make six figures and be in these different rooms and what, in, in different, you know, communities or whatever, and I can meet you. So let's say I do, you know, come across you and you make six figures 
personally, is is that a problem for you? I'm, I feel like you're talking to me. I, I said personally, is that a problem for you? <laughs> if you meet a guy that you know carries himself very well, but he's only making yeah, fifty. I'm gonna, real, I'm gonna give you a real answer. He's only making fifty thousand dollars, and he's okay with his life. Gotcha. He's not. He's not looking to do open no businesses. He's a uh-huh. uh, general manager at at a Taco Bell, and he's making about fifty five thousand dollars a year. And, and, and that 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 right there is the problem for me. I'm, well, I'm wait. Sorry. You said two different numbers, and I I want to be clear. 50, okay, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Fifty or fifty five. What? Well, no, he started with the thirty. We were yeah, at thirty. Oh, 30. That is Come a big now. difference. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Big that's difference. We'll, difference. We'll say fifty. We'll, we'll, we'll say we'll say we'll say fifty. We'll say no, fifty. No, I think we should say thirty. Just because okay, thirty. I, I mean fifty. Okay, thirty. So he makes thirty. However, he doesn't he doesn't carry himself like that. So when you met this uh, person, it ain't about that. Okay. The real the real issue with probably with me would be like you really want to retire from your job as a Taco Bell manager. That's that's probably where the issue would lie more so for me. But why have, is that why is that not okay? I'm sorry, I this is probably gonna sound really bad, <laughs> but I look at the fast food industry uh, or, you know, retail jobs, possibly things like that as stepping stone jobs, right? They teach you certain skills and things like that for you to be able to move on, do other things. Oh, I, I don't think, huh? What do you say? I work, in re- I work in retail. I worked in retail, but it taught I me. I still do. I say he does work in retail. <laughs> How that foot tastes. What do you do? Look at specifically. No, no, finish. No, finish your comment. No, no, no. When I say okay, I'm yeah. I'm thinking of the high the job I had in high school, right? I'm talking about like like selling shoes at Mr. Allen's type of thing. Or making thirty thousand dollars in high school. Just, I don't think that she. I didn't work full time. What I'm saying the type is, of retail she's talking about, I don't think it applies to what you do, Melvin. But wait, I, that's why I asked. Okay. What do you do, Melvin? Because now you. No, 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 but, no, no, no. But wait, no. We're just talking about, regardless of the job title. My lord. We're talking about. We're, no, we're talking about Girl. the thirty thousand dollars. So Melvin could definitely be making thirty thousand dollars depending no, no, on his job. No, 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 and they're okay because that satisfies their livelihood. I don't want to answer. <laughs> so, you know, so for, that's for fine. That. Go ahead, Tiffany. The struggle that's fine in, for you. <laughs> the struggle in in making thirty thousand dollars for me is if that's if that's where you your you limit your goals. If that's the the height of your goals, then it might not work with me. Like we have to be constantly like pushing forward, constantly trying to attain, I don't want to say more, being content, but still trying to be the best version of ourselves. And And if you are at, 
Exactly. So if you're yeah. at whatever age you are, say you're in your mid thirties, you making 30 bands a year and you're like, yeah, I'm good. You know, like I can afford Netflix and I get a pair of shoes every 12 months and I'm good to go. Like uh, that part of it is a problem for me. I, I have two full-time jobs and I still want to do better next year than so, I'm doing so now. You got Jamaican blood in you, huh? Wait, wait. Sydney has a question. What do you say? I got a question. So for me, it would depend on what you're doing, right? So if you're if you're only making 30 grand, but let's say you're doing your passion. So let's say your passion is to teach or your passion is the church or your passion is nonprofits and you don't get paid shit for it. But every day you get up and you help people and and, and, and you do what you love and that's your passion, then it's a little bit different for me because it's just like, well, what you're not living your life based off of monetary need or building wealth, you're, you're, you're living your life based on what you can do for other people. I can admire that. That's fucking awesome, right? You can, that's something you can instill in our children. So for me, it kind of depends. To Aaron's point though, if you're just working a, 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 a entry level straight up position and you're just clocking in and out every day and you don't have any kind of motivation to do anything no else, well, that's the problem because it's not the money, it's the drive. It's not the money, it's, it's, it's the goals. And you're just trying to slide through time. life. Hey, my, I can pay my bills, I can pay my rent, I'm good. Then that to me is, is an issue because for me, I need somebody I can feed off of, right? If I, I need to be motivated by watching somebody grind it out and want to get to the next level. So it kind of just depends on what that $30,000, what you're doing to get it. So let me, my dad. Let, let me pose this real quick. Uh, I think we had a conversation before and I think me and Saran maybe talked about it uh, another time. Is there ever a point where being okay with something is okay? We have a notion now where it's like you gotta keep pushing. You gotta keep, you need to have a job. You need to be starting a business. You need to be investing in the stock market. You need to go get some rental property. Is, is there, there a ceiling? Is there a point where if you meet someone and they say, I'm, I'm good, I got a couple dollars in the bank, I'm able to do the things that I want to do, I, I, my bills are paid, I'm okay. And, and maybe $30,000 more likely won't do that in this time, in this era, but $50,000 could possibly do that for somebody. And if you meet someone that's there and you're making a six figures, I guess to get back to the core of the question is that if someone makes that much of a difference um, in a salary to you, you know, can you not, because that's circling back to what we, we talked about last year, can you not date this man? Like if, if it, man or woman, like I pose it to both, you know, and, and, and well, Aaron has said it's typically socially accepted for a woman to make substantially less you know, than a man well, we we statistically already right do, yeah so, socially it's socially yeah. accepted that a woman can make substantially less than a man but why is it not socially accepted for this man to make substantially less you know regardless if it was his passion or not but let's say let's say this person came out of high school or let's say they start working this job in high school they was the the, the fry guy and now they've, you know, their goal was, you know, I'm good at this. I'm going to get to become the general manager of this place. That was their goal. They set out and they achieved that goal. Now, let's say, I don't know what a general manager, well, actually I do, because my cousin was a general manager of a fast food restaurant. He was making like 65K. 
And because he wanted to do something different, he decided to do something different. But at that time, he was okay with that. So what I'm saying is that if someone doesn't have, you know, they've reached their 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 goal, they've reached their ceiling, like this is where I want it to be and I, oh, it, it satisfies my life, is that okay? It's absolutely okay for them. No, is that okay for you to date that person? Everybody, that, everybody is different. I don't but, like that, that term ceiling though either. You you make your ceiling. Like I just said, they make right. it. So they, if you have one and you right, make if, it and you it, get to that point, is that okay? Is that okay? Like I, if I, go ahead, Tim. I, yeah, sure. Sure, it's okay for you. Um, but I think that when you See? are yeah. when you're speaking of being in a relationship or dating, obviously we're all at that point where you're not just out here dating for the sake of dating, you're dating with a purpose, then you have to make space for someone in your life and you have to know the person, your your audience. So the person that you're courting or you're dating. So if this person requires a certain level of lifestyle that your current salary or the lifestyle, your passion to, to what Sydney was saying, if that doesn't align with their needs or what they require, then then maybe that's just not going to work for you. Oh, is it is it a monetary thing? Because I'm going to, this subject came up when him and I were having a conversation because I'll give you, for, for example, my position, I'm a nurse practitioner. That's, pretty much the highest you can go as a nurse, right? So, and I, I got there fairly early for my age because I went straight through. So if I just said, well, I'm good, like that's my ceiling. Is that all right? Or is it, well, no, you should be trying to do this or you should be trying to do that. Okay, but look at you though. You didn't stop though. Like, but what if I wanted to? Like, is that is so, that to so, be yeah. frowned upon? Because society would oh, tell you, oh, well, you should try to do this. You should try to do that. So I understand what you're saying, and I understand that I, I get the concept that society pushes pushes you, puts on us. I'm sorry that like okay, well you've attained this, so now you got to start investing. Like mm-hmm. you're a bum if you don't own property. Right, that. that's where that conversation came from. I understand that conversation, and I think that like everybody doesn't want to own property. Everybody don't want to be a landlord. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't want to take risk in the stock market, and that is okay. If you just want to be the person that goes to work every day, sure. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's there's pride in that. But now when you add the extra layer of, is that okay for in dating? Yeah, it possibly could be okay for dating if the person that they're dating is okay with that, is okay with living that $30,000 lifestyle. But it's $30,000, but... but, but <laughs> Here's the, here's the thing though. So so if I if I, if I, if I but if I meet you and let's say I make thirty thousand, fifty thousand, whatever, and you make you make six figures and you're living that lifestyle, you can still you know keep that lifestyle. But now it doesn't because we're together. I have to still right. I have to be able to now pay for your lifestyle. Like you you've been living this lifestyle. We're just you gotta together. keep I gotta up. Question. I got a question real quick. <laughs> Real quick, right, for the females, because already we already know it works the other way around, right? So the females make way more than the guy, right? The guy makes $30,000. Are you more prone to dumb your lifestyle down to make him more comfortable? And guys, other way around, are you guys more prone to be like, I got to find another job because I really am feeling this girl and I need to keep, keep up. up? 
I think it depends. Um, you know, going into a relationship, I think it depends what the two of you want, right? So it's like if if I make X amount of money and I'm dating someone that makes Y amount of money and I want to do big things, and, and if my big things require someone that makes more money to help me get there, then it's probably not going to work, right? And, and especially if that person doesn't want to do more. But if I'm at a point where... I got everything I need. I'm good. I just need somebody I love and I want to share it with. It's that person. I'm not really concerned about your how much you make. Hey, do you do you do your passion? What we have is outside the monetary aspect of it. So for me, it's going to be situational. It's going to depend on the relationship, but it's something that's going to have to be discussed up front because, mm-hmm. um, to your point, I don't want to be necessarily somebody's ticket, right? Um, so it needs to be something that's, that's, that, that's, that's up front in the beginning of the relationship. It's like, all right, what are we doing here? What am I, am I going to be okay with the fact that in hindsight, I'm probably this person's ticket. Do I feel good doing that? Or do, am I going to want yeah. more from it? Yeah. All right. Um, that was good. I can see was, me dumbing, dumbing down my lifestyle. To make the other person feel comfortable, and I don't think I should. Oh no! I don't think Somewhere I between that or being the one to pay for everything, or right. pay the majority. Right, then I think that creates resentment. Yeah, yeah, it does. I could see me not taking a guy to a fancy restaurant, and I'll say, because, like, I you make, know you gotta make pay. him feel a little bit more comfortable if we go to this other place that I know he's been to often. But I like Ruth Chris. Not, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying, girl. Like, but I like, girl. my is, but I like I'm what I like. Girl. You right. I'm well, you good because he ain't going to invite you to Ruth, Chris. You going to invite him. Therefore, as the inviter, you should pay. <laughs> but she's saying she would dumb her life down know, know, and know, not know, even take him to Ruth, Chris. Like, no, but I like what I like. And if this is, I don't, I don't want to, because you can't afford it, I now have to take you to Outback because I have to say within your price range if I'm the person that's paying for it. Or just oh, to no. make you feel you, comfortable. Because some people, it. right, you take them to a really fancy restaurant more than once, whatever, whatever. they like, all right, you showing out. Like, next time I'm going to just probably say no, right? Because I feel uncomfortable because you know I can't afford it. Why we keep going here? Keep asking this, no, or you going to keep paying. No, no, when I ask you out, we going to Olive Garden because I know that's what I can pay for. <laughs> exactly. Those, are, those type of guys are like, I don't know because well, if you, yeah. Chris, and you take me to Ruth Chris, I'm going with you. Now, and it's my All turn right. to pay. It's my turn to pay. Look, baby, we better go over here to Applebee's. Right here, we go over here. We go to Red Robin. If you're in that relationship with such a disparity, right? It tastes about the same anyway. Right, made by the same people. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. I have another question for the for the masses. Why ask a question that you might not be emotionally able to handle oh. the answer to? That's just for the women. I know. <laughs> I want you to women be very clear with this. Do what do you mean? What do you mean emotionally ready? So if the answer can be something that you don't want to hear, why ask the question? Why follow through? So, here's, so I might ask a question and the answer will make me cry. But I still wanted to know that answer. So it's not just making you cry. If it's going to actually change how you function, 
Like now it's 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 sitting on you. Like, like oh, I might have to leave you. Like <laughs> I have to make a decision now that I. Ha- I mean, and to be honest, like men ask them, like, because you used to be guys that asked how many, and they didn't really want to know. <laughs> But they used to ask that question. <laughs> See, you know what I'm saying? Some guys used to ask those questions, and they really didn't want to know. And then when they got the answer, they was like, "You're gonna be mad at anything over one, anyway." Right. <laughs> Only you, boo. That's it. <laughs> you gotta so, tell so what I'm saying is that, like, yeah. So why, why number three? <laughs> <laughs> You got five kids. How you only got three? <laughs> so the reason Crazy time, what possible, I got I got the question from uh, a show I was watching, Survivor's Remorse, and uh, X had showed up, and I guess you know back and forth. He ended up telling his wife that X was in town, and um, uh, he wanted to be honest. And then um, obviously she saw that it was it was bothering him, and then she kept digging. And she asks a question about, you know, the, the the situation. And he basically was like, yeah, it, it it bothered me because it took me back to a place where uh, a betrayal, like the reason that they didn't make it is because of the betrayal. So it was basically like now in her, like, now are you questioning that if she hadn't betrayed him, would they have still been would together? We be together. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, you know, why ask certain questions that are going to now bother you and maybe, you know, sway you or, you know, cause you to to act a certain way when you don't really want that, you know? So, well, I, I stopped doing that. <laughs> so, I don't ask, listen, I, I don't ask anything unless I'm prepared to. Make a potentially decision. move on something, right? If I'm that far along, where I'm like, I can't take this no more, and I straight up ask you, then I'm prepared. That means I'm mentally prepared to do something based on your answer. Well, Why I gotta make a decision? Well, because, the, the, because the, it, the, so the I don't want I don't want to cause you to make it. Yeah, right. I don't ever want to plant any seeds for myself, right? That's gonna make me think of after you answer that one question. Now tomorrow, I know myself. Tomorrow, I thought of ten more. And I want and the answer to all ten of those questions. No, uh-uh. no, no. And I, so what, I want you to so be what honest that night, and I gotta work. So what is <laughs> no. knowing? Because because for you're me, not gonna I know. My my biggest thing on anything is clarity. Like I don't care how bad the situation is. I don't care what it is or what happened. Tell mm-hmm. me the truth and let me make the decision. I cannot. Don't ever take a decision away from me. Don't ever give me the. Don't give me the opportunity to be able to say, I choose to still be involved in X, Y, and Z. Oh, so you want a nigga to come up and tell you, hey, I cheated on you last night. Yep. Oh, uh-uh. No. Well, 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 this was this was like, so now we're, no. well, this question came from like things from the past. It had nothing to do with the present. So we're talking about, and, and, oh. and a lot of people do this though. Like, so you'll ask a question from someone past and it'll bother your present. So like, yeah, why? Before me? Yeah, I mean, it may not affect you, but it, it do affect yeah. some people. Oh, it's yeah. like, for, for instance, like if there some some women have an issue, not saying all, I, I'm, I'm going to put that disclaimer out, but some w- women have an issue knowing that there's someone around that you loved before. Men have an issue with that too. I'm not saying they don't. No, that's true. 
Yeah, so, you know, like, so, like, you'll ask this question, like, oh, yeah, my my ex just moved back, and she reached out to me, and I'll let you know this. And, oh, okay, well, whatever, whatever. And then now you 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 double down and say, well, you know. What's there to talk about? Why you tell me? I just wanted to let you know she was saying she moved to town. So now your mind is going, let's say it brings the question, well, now you want to know about the relationship. And some people may ask, did you love her? What was the extent of the relationship? Now, now let's say this guy say I proposed to her before, or let's say this girl say you, say he proposed to me before. I get where you're going, but the only reason why I can let the past go is because I'm basically if I'm in something with you right now, I want you to respect my past also, because I actually know what it feels like to move on. So yeah, even though it might trigger some things or whatever we have a deep conversation about it i still want you when i tell you my past is my past i want you to actually believe that so i have to give you the same respect essentially i think and i think jeff in the example that you gave i don't think it's an issue that the ex comes back around and you know you might have questions it's what's now your intent you're yeah, telling I'm, me I, this. my thing would have been like why y'all talking well, she, re she reached out to him and he wanted, the to present. Be, he wanted to be above board. She reached out to him and he wanted to let her know, like, hey, my ex is in town. She reached out, whatever, whatever. Um, so now, it, did you respond? What did you say? Okay. Are, are you like, letting oh. me know because we both about to crack jokes on our girl? Or are you letting right. me know because you want to go to dinner with her? Like, Thank that's you. And I was just about to, I was well, just about to he, ask he, that question. I think, well, he didn't want to do anything like her reaching out to come back to that place where she cheated on him and the betrayal of who she cheated with and it just took him to a dark place. And, you know, he was... got feelings for her. No, because, well, I don't know if you all, yeah, you you all going to watch Survivor's Remorse, but the reason he, the dark place was that she cheated with his cousin who he was still managing and working with, like, that was damn near his brother. So that was the dark place it took him back to and you know he he was trying to bury it, and you know, and and he probably still did have feelings for her because the way they they painted the pictures, like like you know, they was renting steppy. Messed him up. Yeah. Right. So, I think well, that, I got a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I think that for the original question, if whether or not you should ask a question that you may not want the answer to, at the end of the day, if that shit is bothering you just wondering what that answer is, then you got to just ask the question. Even if the answer might, might mess up your mind, clearly asking the question itself is messing up your mind. So you messed up anyway. The wondering, the guessing, the That's assuming. True. So you may as well just ask the damn question to deal with the answer so you can move forward. Because holding it in and all the wondering and questioning, that ain't going to do you no good either. That's not going to be healthy. And, and you know, it just peel the damn band-aid off and just ask the question and just prepare yourself for it. Like, hey, this may not be what I want to hear, but it's bothering me that I don't know the answer. So I I'm losing regardless. I'd rather lose knowing the truth than continue to lose not having an answer. People also don't know how to let things go, though, and don't realize that everything ain't your business. Like just because well, you're in a example, it would be something that shows. If it's bothering you, I you I absolutely I mean? agree with because that's just that's that's just building anxiety, which is unhealthy. But 
I'm saying if you can let it go, it's something that crossed your mind. It's not nothing that's really, really bothering you. So Maybe if like, it were you in that situation, would you tell your mate that your ex reached out to you? Hell no. <laughs> Why not? Stupid. Why not? <laughs> I think it's all. Yeah. Wait, no, here. Why would you do it? Why would I need to? First of all, nothing's going to come out of it anyway. So what, yeah. what, what, what I'm just basically at this point, I'm just telling you to hurt your feelings, either hurt your feelings or piss you off. <laughs> like nothing positive is coming out of that conversation. It depends on your relationship. It depends on your relationship because, like, like yeah, Tex said, if you if you already spoke about this ex and 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 your mate now me. knows <laughs> knows about you know the conversation, like she said, y'all could be like to talk shit about it and just you know have a good laugh and move forward. No, and guess guess what? I'm also that person that thinks about what's gonna happen tomorrow or a week later, right? What you gonna throw up in my face later, right? <laughs> I think about these Aaron things. Aaron has that's a lot how of complicated man. situations with her ex. No, because I, <laughs> no, yeah. I know. I know. Them exes be no. all kinds of complex. You can't Look, just be bringing them up. I, some, some things you say, some things you, you got to be careful some things you say to men because they might let it go in the moment. It might come back 30 days later and it wasn't, it wasn't even <laughs> So you make it, you make it a thing by even saying something about it. And then you both think, sexes like, why did, I even, things back why did I even say anything to him? Because I, it's not like I went to dinner. We didn't talk. Right? So now I you think it. I ignored it. it I, I yeah, think like, both parties on. may uh -uh. bring up stuff and use it as, you <laughs> telling me women don't do that also? Don't do what? I'm talking bring, about what I just said. What? Bring up things like if, if you know. Yes, absolutely. Which is why. That's why, that's why you don't you don't subscribe you to don't that. Have to, you don't have to volunteer everything if it's not detrimental to your relationship or if it's basically, if it means absolutely nothing. If it means something, then maybe y'all need to sit down and talk. But, but if it don't. That, that's literally just planting a seed for no reason. Hey, my ex reached out to me. I already know what the questions is going to be tomorrow. Hey, did he reach out again? Right. Did what did he, he want? What did he say? Did y'all meet up? The, did he call? What he said. <laughs> if he's reaching out like, hey, you know, we were engaged and I want to get back together. Hey, man, buddies in my DMs tripping. Look at this guy. But okay. if it's just like, hey, Tiffany, how are you doing? Hope all is well. Why would that even be a conversation that I would be bringing to someone else? I like, wouldn't bring up either. <laughs> I agree with Tiff. And I'm not. Like, I mean, if, if you got that. I think if if it's a relationship, if it's open relationship, and y'all can kick it like that, I mean, it is what it is. So, do you want to know about every dude that that tries to holler at your girl? Like, too much information. Too much information, and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, you want to you know, know about every girl planting seeds all over the place, and it's gonna blow up <laughs> later. Yeah, I, everything don't need to be. Careful what you say to people. You're not responding like. See what my my whole fear is. What I would never want to happen is to be in a room and somebody knows something about my man that I don't know, or somebody knows something about. But you'll never me know. That but that's different. Know. But that's well, no, different. hold on, because if if because niggas are petty, so he might run into the old boyfriend wherever they may be and say something slick. Yeah, I was in your girl DMs. Like anything can but happen. If she didn't answer. Then now he's out there exposed. Now exactly. somebody got one up on my man. About exactly. Me. That's that's the point you that's the point I'm nah. getting at. 
Because if we out, because if we out and about, if this first off, Detroit is a small world. You bound to see everybody everywhere. You bound to see it. So if you out and about with your dude, and X pop, and X pop up like, hey, oh, you know what's up? You know, I, I came your DM. You ain't respond to me. This, that, and the third. Now I'm looking stupid. Like, what the fuck is he in your DM for? He and a fool if he do that. All right. How how are you? This, this is this is my thing. How are you stunting on another man who's dating your ex, right? Yo, yo, the woman you wanted, right, that you tried to get back through DM and she didn't respond and you got the nerve to go up to her man and say something when she didn't respond? Who do you think that even say she didn't respond? That's just, they, people try to cause havoc within relationships. I know, so I'm, I'm just saying. happy over there. So I'm, I'm not going to say I slid in your girl DMs and she didn't like respond. I love's company. He's going to say something like, yeah, I slid in your DMs. Never acknowledging that she didn't respond because now he knows he's planted a seed and they're going to have to have a conversation later. And it shouldn't be that bad of a conversation because the quick answer is going to be like, oh, babe, don't get pissed. I never responded. Well, now, well, now how, does be too much but how does he believe that, though? Well, if you don't believe like it, you have to well then that's, a, first of all, that's, that's a, a different... That's a thank you. If you if you now you gotta go check my DMs and we gotta have a little fact checking session. We got bigger we got bigger issues. But if I if I tell you I didn't respond, all I'm saying okay. is Buddy I mean, is succeeding in what he was trying to accomplish and causing havoc in your relationship. Havoc that had had he had came up and said that and the man I'm with already knows. Like yeah, we were laughing at you when you did it. It makes you look so much better, man. This it makes it look so much. Like, oh yeah, I seen it. <laughs> no, that's what I said. It's a fine line because, like I said, so yeah. if that's the case, are you gonna come back and tell everybody who tried to talk to you, everybody Ooh. who said something? Just in case you it's run different. into them at the bar. We were talking about exes. Y'all keep saying, y'all keep saying, y'all keep saying, everybody, everybody, specifically about exes. Yeah, exes. We're talking about exes. Just I guess I'm just generally speaking. So. I feel like if you're going to do it for the ex, like where the, is it just exes or where does the line come in where, oh, somebody just got in my DM, somebody that I know. Okay, someone I dated I this guy for six months. Like, some, yeah, we're in a relationship. We're in a relationship. But, but we we're, we're, six we're months. I got to let you know about him too. We're and stating exes. Say what up? We're still, we're I, get, I hear y'all, but we are specifically talking about so somebody that was actually my boyfriend. Yes, that's, that's the ex. No, somebody you had sex with. That's fair. <laughs> because that's what is Sydney doing? <laughs> uh, but because that's that's where that's where, that's where the whole mind manipulation becomes. That's where, because if it's someone that you've been active with and I'm out and about and they run up on you like I'm turned around talking to my man, you right here on my shoulder, and he slide up like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um or, sure or, or, or or he get me he give me an earshot. Yeah, I was in Shorty DMs last week. Yeah, we gonna see what that be about. I know y'all used to mess That's around, and, and you ain't say nothing to me about it. It could be a problem. Or he playing yeah, like, oh, I didn't even know you had a man. Right. When I yeah. see your DMs, I didn't know you had somebody. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a slippery slope. It's a slippery I slope. I told you what's listen. 
It's a slippery slope. And then they only have to, it's not nothing about a trust. If it's somebody that you've been sexually active with, active with before, and they come running up on you and you ain't saying nothing, like that whole one up thing, like a female, like for instance, I think, uh, I don't know if Saray was going to say this or not. If you walk into an environment and there's an ex there that you've dealt with, I'm sure you want to know. Like, oh yeah, I, I, I used to mess with her. Because you don't want to be real friendly. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be. Know, and y'all know how ex. Y'all know how you don't, don't want to. You don't want to ex get when you with you with your girl. You don't want her to roll up all of a sudden, okay. all, See, that's, all, that's all, a, all key keying in, in your face. If you walk, if she run up on you, all key keying in, in your in your dude face, and oh my god, and you ain't never said nothing to your girl about who she is, and and she blindsided. Oh yeah, we used to talk. Oh. Oh, but when would that I don't come even up need to know that. in that moment? Like, I don't want to know that. I don't. I, I don't know. So we're beyond asking the question that you don't want to know the answer to. We've completely gone down the whole other path of running up people That's randomly. That's what happens when you take a bathroom break. <laughs> I don't know what the hell just happened. The question now. We're not, the, answering, we're not the, asking questions. No more. The question now on the table is. We're evolving. The question now on the table is: Do you inform your 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 mate? About an ex. The original question is about an ex jumping into your DMs. Inform about an ex jumping into the DM. It depends. An ex or I, someone I, I, I you've been sexually active with. No, yeah, no, yeah. Someone you no, just this just, just keep it in. Someone you've been sexually active with, not just the ex. Someone that you've been sexually active with. More than likely, no. I mean, why? What's to so, Aaron's point? Wait, what, what, so what's your answer? Oh, so right. he, he said no. So so here's here's the follow up to that. To so now that. you are like out and about, and uh, she knows who your your girl is because maybe you post her or whatever. And now she's in earshot and having a conversation like, yeah, I was just in and seeing DMs yesterday. We'll, we'll, we'll drop them a little pic, yada yada yada. Your girl hears this. You never said nothing about it. And she comes in, and, and her whole purpose was just to, like, like Cindy said, call, like not Cindy, like Tiffany said, to cause havoc. So now she, your girl come back to you, like, also, oh, you know, so, so, so was in your DMs and you ain't saying anything about it. Like, what was that about? And I'm like, yeah, a lot of people, people do shit all the time. What's your point? Not what's your point, but I'd be like, I have nothing happening. Yeah, I can't control who the end right? So I would, I would literally pick up my phone and say, yep, mm-hmm, and I didn't respond. You want to finish getting this dinner or no? But, but here's the I thing. I can't control yeah. that. Like, you know, that's that But wait, though. No, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with that, though, Sydney. Yes, you could say you didn't respond, but... Just like anybody else, oh, you could have deleted it. Just like let's let's take it back to when when we well, have all this. Let's take it back. Let's take it back to well, to when before we even had social media and females and guys were going through just text messages, just going through the phone, and people Never were getting into, that. and people were getting into it over just messages, you know, <laughs> like or phone did, call. Or a phone call. It's the like, same so, thing. It's, it's, it's like I thing. didn't respond. Like it was a call, I didn't answer. It was a text, I didn't do it. But you know what I'm saying? It, it, it just, I would never want to be in a situation where that will cause an argument because that means I'm fucking up in life, right? Let's I'm surrounding myself. I'm dating the wrong people. I'm, I'm, I'm surrounding myself in the wrong scenarios, right? If, if so, somebody was ever in the earshot of somebody saying, oh, I, I texted, I called, said, I'm trying to get back on. She's like, why you ain't tell me? You, she called you. I'm like, 
what's the point? I didn't respond. I'm not it interested. Wasn't important. I can't control what that person doing. I'm not going to change my number. I'm not going to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. Send if they're still back, interested, hey, that's on now. And if I say, hey, I'm not interested, I'm in a relationship and they keep pursuing, I'm not going to tell my the current person every single thing that someone else is hey, doing. Hey, I responded back last night. You want to see what I no, said? And, and that's oh, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm just you got it again. Like, no, 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 no one's, no one's saying on that. So I'm going to get... Here's the issue. I think the issue is, is that if I have a history of shenanigans and debauchery, then that's where the question <laughs> and the and then yeah. that's when yeah, you know i can expect the current person to get upset because it was like well she was in your damn the last time somebody was in your damn you were responding mm-hmm. three years ago you cheated on me and shit like that now yeah. we've gone now i'm screwed you know now i have to explain myself all the time because i got a bad history i got a badass track record right but okay. if i'm stand up i'm not doing anything wrong i never have i never will and then i can't control what other people do you shouldn't get mad as long as I'm a good guy. That's a been great shady, question. You might get mad. Then it just now brought it to my me, attention. That's when things change. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have a great question for everyone, and I want Tiffany and I'm to like, ask well, it first. Be with me anyway. So here's the question I want to ask, and I want Tell Tiffany to ask it first. You're in a relationship. Y'all in the bed. It's after dark, so it's after nine ten o'clock. His phone rings. And it's an ex. Are you going to tell him to answer it or not? <laughs> so if he if he doesn't answer it, do you think something of it? Mm. So I know I All see right, Jeff. I, I see you. I, yeah, you you know you know it's an ex because like a, he probably didn't delete her number just because whatever, and you know of her. His phone rings. Why it's an ex. For what? And he and he responds the same way that Sydney just responds. For what? We not talking. I ain't talking to her. We not doing nothing right now. Why you ain't answer? <laughs> okay. Aaron, y'all cooking tonight? Aaron, Should he or should he not answer it? Should he or should he not answer it? Girl. <laughs> Only God. Don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Saran, no. should he or should he not I answer don't, it? I don't want to hear what she got to say to you. No. That's Saran. a tough one. I mean, I, I, if he doesn't answer it, I, I'm not going to trip. I probably would have that thought that Tiffany said, like, oh, I didn't answer the phone. But I'm not going to make a big deal out of it because ideally, even if you were alone, don't answer her call. Like, why Why is she calling you? Don't answer her. So, no. it, it's... No, I, if I it's don't night know. number two or three and she called each one of those nights, we, what's up? <laughs> right. That's true. If she, start, if she hit you several times, now it's like, okay. But if it's just an isolated incident, it's like, she calling me out of nowhere. Well, how do you I know? How, how, how do you know First it's night. isolated? I don't. I don't. How do you know that it's isolated? What if, what if this... he starts scratching his balls and he like, what's up, baby? <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Mel, Melvin. Oh, Melvin. Wild boy, you gotta get out. Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. Melvin, you're the married person on the show. The so, your wife phones rings. And it's an ex. Look, Melvin getting hot already. Look at him. 
He got thrown. And it's an ex. That's shit, 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 shit. That ass in the phone. That's man, holiday. Hey, if that wasn't the save, I, I remember that. That was a shit. Shit, shit, or shit, she not answer the phone. Hell, hell no, you don't answer the phone. It's after hours. And if she don't answer the phone, are you going? Are you going to wonder why? why Don't answer the phone. (laughs) If she don't answer the phone, are you going to wonder why he was calling? Of course, I'm gonna wonder. But are you going to question? Because now, let me let me ask you this question. Because then, because does your mind take you to a place that is this the first call? It will, but I'm gonna ask her. What I'm at, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna ask her. Has he called before? At this time of night, are yeah. you gonna believe the response? Yeah, depends on back to what the history is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it depends because it, it, it goes off of it goes like I said, I'm, 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 I'm history. Okay, I'm gonna be you. like, I know she didn't call you before, and I know you didn't <laughs> talk to her. What so, she want? What's up? Should she or should she not answer? No, I don't think anybody should in that scenario. I, I think I, I think it's just out of number one, no one should. Tip said answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? Out of respect, That's no rude. one should because at the end of the day, because you're putting the other person in an awkward position. Uh-huh. How so? Right. Which, so which because that person got to just sit there while you're on the phone with your ex. Uh, like it's rude. <laughs> It's rude. So if about? I'm sitting you know in the saying? bed with my man, now if there's some type of situation to where they got they had kids, kids with them, he calls, answer yeah. your phone. Something could be wrong with your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Cool. That's your kids. Hey, you're your parent, right? But if it's just some random ass call, it's just like, why is he calling me? I'm, if you don't answer, I'm not going to feel a certain type of way about it. I'd much rather you not answer than answer it. Because if you do answer it, and he's like, really? I'm just how you, I'm just sitting here while you're on the phone with another nigga, for real? For real? That's that's what we're doing now? Eating popcorn and shit? I don't appreciate that. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't, I don't take that as like a disrespect if he's on the, because he could be talking to a coworker. He could be talking to just an, another female and it, 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 the conversation has to be right. happening. That's the, that's the disrespect in it though, that you're not just talking to a coworker or a friend. You talk right, to I thought it was the ex that was calling. Right, you're talking to Correct, someone. But I'm saying for me, if that, that ex is just an ex, right? So if, if everything's on the up and up, for me, it doesn't matter that we're together and you answer right, the phone. Okay, so that so that goes to another that goes to another another question now. Is there a certain time when the opposite sex shouldn't be calling your phone? As married, as boyfriend and girlfriend, as like and let, what? Let, let's start boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, is there, is I'm, it, is I'm, there, I'm, go ahead. Um. Yes, it should be a certain time. Me myself. Do I follow that certain time? No. I stay in trouble because I, mean, <laughs> I stay in trouble. <laughs> I mean, because I cause because you know, I, I guess I got the side hustle. So customers might be calling me sometimes and like the lady time I get a phone call from maybe like nine o'clock. No, I think we talking about just like you talking about like a platonic No, no, I'm talking about a phone call from the no, opposite sex. Whether it's, whether it's somebody you dating, it could be like you said, a customer, it could be a friend, it could be a coworker. Um, what yeah. is, I ain't calling nobody after ten o'clock. But nothing positive. 
So I had to ask for the same expectation on everyone else. So if I'm hitting up somebody after 10, it's generally for one reason and one. I ain't trying to see how your day went. I ain't trying to be like, hey, you got got an extra HDMI cable? Nah, man. Nah. You could have texted that. Uh-uh. I hate texting. Got a point there. Man, what? Man, I'm being okay, so, very so, specific so, in my So, said 10. Is that the consensus? Is everybody saying 10 I'm just throwing a number out there. I when the straight lights come on. Shit, technically, oh. 9. I think, I think 10 is nine. fair. 9 o'clock, but 9 on a weekday. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have... <laughs> oh, no, so, 10 o'clock. Come on, man. So, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Everyone should know that they should be calling your, your phone at the 10 o'clock the opposite sex. I mean, that's if they know you in a relationship, too. Like, so that goes into what you're sharing. So if people that's don't know you too. in a relationship, they're going to call when they They're going to call you whenever. So, I mean, that, that speaks to that. Well, so, okay, here's another thing, right? There's also a level of respect since you're the person in the relationship, right? Just because one of your friends from that's the opposite sex calls you at 10, 30, 11 o'clock just to shoot the shit don't mean you have to answer if you're in the bed with your... Mm-hmm. That's exactly boyfriend or husband. Exactly. Like it's a right. level of respect. You can call them tomorrow at two p.m. Right. Like exactly that, and and exactly just I'll call. Why you answer? I'll call you them tomorrow. The obligation. I'll call them tomorrow. I'm with you. Yeah. Right. So it's just it's just a matter of respect. Like if you answer it, and it's like, why are you answering it, interrupting our time to right. talk to somebody else when that's something that could have been put off? And that's and how like you I set the for that too. Mm-hmm. And then when yeah, you do talk to them the next day, if it's platonic, it's oh, why you in the phone? Oh, I was with my girl, or I was with my dude, and now they know. Why did you call me last night? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, because you don't owe anybody an explanation that you're not in a relationship with as to why you didn't answer their phone. If I'm not in a relationship with you, I don't owe you an explanation as to why I didn't answer. But I mean, if it's just um, a friend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If this okay. is just your right. homie, you're trying yeah, to train them to not call you during that hour. Right, you yeah. set that tone like, "Oh no, I'm I'm never gonna answer at this time because I'm laid up or whatever you say." <laughs> Dang, <laughs> sound right. dirty. Saraya, um, you had a help for the culture uh, topic that you wanted to um, pose to the group, and we're gonna end the show with that. Okay. Yeah, switch gears a little bit, but um, I read, I was reading this article the other day, um, talking about childhood immunizations and how there was a recent report from a pediatric health data collection agency that said there's been a 50% drop in the amount of children getting the traditional vaccine. So that's like your measles, mumps, rubella, um, DTaP, whooping cough, HPV, all of that. And I've noticed that it's been like a trend or maybe not a trend, but that's what it seems to me, a lot of celebrities promoting anti-vaccination and a lot of people just openly being against it, Um, particularly people of color as well, kind of coming to the forefront of that. And, you know, the reality of it is, from my standpoint as someone in the medical field, is that we have kind of eradicated a lot of these particular diseases in the U.S. because of these vaccines. And so now people are like anti-vax, and you're starting to see them come back. I wanted to know y'all, you guys' thoughts on that. I know some of you have already said that, like, you're pro-vaccination, but I don't know about the rest of you. So. Well, I'll start. Um, I re- was raised in a household with a, a medical professional, so I got vaccinated. 
So um, I could I still get the flu shot now in regards to like um, taking it further with the new vaccination for COVID. I'm definitely gonna wait and see what happens with it. That's but, a no uh, for me, dog. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I know see, what they did in Tuskegee. I'm gonna I'm see what happens with it, um, but. Uh, I'm not against getting it because at the end of the day, something has to happen. If we want to get back to some type of normalcy, we, you know, the vaccine for, for people to not catch it and then for a cure for people who have it. So, you know, just, it's the same, it's the same reason that they came up with vaccinations for anything else. And of course, like I said, going back to the, the article that Sarah just read, like we were almost to a position where these diseases were no, no longer, but now they're resurfacing because people are not vaccinating, and you know they're they're growing and and being passed along. So um, I'm not against vaccinations, but am I going to jump out and be the first guinea pig? No. I echo that. I think that I think you got to use your common sense. Like I was vaccinated as a kid. I'm fine. Um, you know, I, I know my sister's anti-vax, which is weird because she was a nurse as well. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's one of those things where a lot of people are are everybody's becoming experts out of fucking nowhere. It blows my mind how many doctors and scientists we got all of a sudden. I don't know what they high school, but well, that's a whole other conversation. But <laughs> you got to use your common sense. And for me. I'm okay with vaccines, right? I will get my kids vaccinated. I've never, ever in my life had a flu shot, but I've also never had the flu. I use my common sense. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I just, I'm not going to get a flu shot because I never had the flu. It's not because I'm against it. It's just because I stick with what works, right? Um, the next vaccine, if it comes out in two months, I'm all set, dog. It's a little bit too fast. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see what happens with everyone else because why not? I ain't got sick yet. I, I'm going to continue to take my precautions. I'll wear a mask for an extra six months just to see if everybody turns it into zombies or not. I'm not <laughs> going to risk it, right? Um, but I think it's, I think the biggest problem that we have right now, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a documentary on Netflix called uh, the, I think it's called The Social Problem. And is there's so much misinformation coming out to where individuals like you, Sarah, who work in the field, you can't talk real medical information to people because they're getting so much information from individuals who have no idea what they're talking about, but they're just feeding in the shit and they're basing real life decisions off of ideas that float no actual structure science or medication right so um i don't know i i i don't know i don't know i'm 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 just trying to stay away from people at this point because everybody's crazy mm -hmm. well you was touching your pearls oh go ahead sis. oh no i was just gonna say i'm i'm all for i was vaccinated i'm all for giving children vaccinations um i don't take the flu shot either um, never have taken the flu shot and don't intend on it. Um, and I have zero intentions on taking the COVID um, vaccination in the first probably 50 rounds. Like it's, we're going to have to be years deep before I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe this is the correct move to make. 
Gotcha. Um, I've been vaccinated as a child. I got vaccinated to go to college. I'm all for vaccinations. Oh, I forgot um, about that. Damn. Right. That. You couldn't yeah. couldn't set foot on campus without it. I forgot about. I'm that. all for it. Um, I've never gotten a flu shot. I have caught caught the flu before, um, but it was something I I got over, so it wasn't terrible. Uh, me at the time, but yeah. But anyway, COVID. Um, no, <laughs> this is gonna be same thing. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a while. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to see the effects of how it affects the general public before I do anything with it. I'm gonna be very honest. If it wasn't this administration who was pushing it so hard, maybe a group of people that had some sense. I might have more confidence in believing that it might be a good thing, but no, that's just a double whammy. But I mean, I absolutely agree with the social comment because I think everybody, since everybody technically has a platform in a way, like we're not just listening to the media anymore or the news, all these conspiracy theorists, like they're just throwing out everything and people are following it. So they think. Have you been tested? They think you get I have, and I don't have them. I I went like a couple months later, so I, you know they don't know how long it lasts in your body or whatever. But I went a couple months later. But you know, people out here nowadays they think they putting a chip in you if you get a flu shot, like just just a bunch of unnecessary stuff. But COVID is a no go. But yeah, if I ever have kids, I'm getting everything that's required. I got vaccinated. What am I talking about? I got vaccinated last year to go out of the country. Like, yeah, I'm not scared of vaccinations. I believe they work and they're needed. It's just this this COVID boy is going to be a minute for me. Too soon. It's too yeah. soon. The reality of it is it takes about two to three years to develop a vaccine anyway. So I, me I also agree, it. like, I wouldn't be in the first round. Yeah. Like. And what what's odd is that they told us at the beginning of COVID, like, the moment a vaccination is found is going to take 18 months from mm-hmm. that point. And now they're talking about having And now you telling me it's ready? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so I'm be moving in the back. microwave. It will be cold in the middle. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm good. Well, yeah. All right. Well, um, Melvin? Yeah, Melvin. I forgot. You meant quiet. I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of piggybacking what everybody else said. I mean, I ain't, I ain't doing it. I'm not doing no COVID shot. I didn't, my kids ain't got all the regular shots. We don't do flu shots around here at all. Flu shot ain't, ain't popping. I ain't doing that one. But the COVID, I'm definitely not doing. All the other shots I done had my kids in, they got them all. They still, they still got a couple more shots left anyway to get. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Um, no nurse. Yeah. Aaron, did you have like uh, local events or just local? You know what? Um, I actually just wanted to bring up that Obama's coming out with the book in November, and I'm really excited. November 17th. November 17th. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be two parts. Um, So the first part is coming out in November. He'll be basically talking about his presidency, um, which I really want to hear his. I've heard a lot of people say things that, you know, Obama wasn't uh, black enough or he wasn't, it was just certain things people expected out of a black president that he didn't do or he let them, he let them as in like Republicans or whites get away with a lot of stuff. 
And I know, I know it's reasons behind that. Michelle Obama talked about it in her book. So I can only imagine what he's going to have to say. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And they said it's coming out in 25 languages, which I think is absolutely amazing. Right? Yes. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, let's see. Large? It's another one called, oh, another one. It's um, actually a drive-in screening, September 23rd. Um, it's called Us Kids. Um, so it's basically um, something to kind of bring light to uh, the plague of gun violence in schools. So school is starting back up. Um, I think that's something really, we kind of think there's been so much stuff going on. We kind of, or at least I did for a little while, forgot that gun violence was an issue in schools. Ain't nobody been in school. Where is that happening at, Aaron? Huh? Where is that happening that is going to be, uh, it says drive in at the Keeper Complex, 1151 Taylor Street. That's in Detroit at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, the 23rd. Is that the Herman Kiefer Complex? It is. I was say, that's probably where it's at. Yeah. Shut that it down. But you can go to thefilmlab.org and it has the information about it. Um, but I thought that was really good because I came across it and I was like, dang, I, because kids are going back to school. They got to worry about, I feel bad for kids. They got to worry about what, gun violence and COVID too? <laughs> like, but, yeah, All right. that'd be good. Well, I appreciate everyone getting on this evening. It is, uh, you got something too? I do. I have an event. It's a local event. It's happening Saturday, September um, 19th. From two to seven PM, located at the bike, the beer garden, um, at fourteen twenty Van Dyke, Detroit, Michigan four eight two one four. It's called the Pull Up Cookout. All food and beverages sourced from Black-owned farmers and businesses. Mm. There'll be a live DJ, hookah vendors, social distancing. Obviously, will be enforced. Masks are required for entry. Um, and it's a fundraiser for a, a really dope organization called the Urban Innovators. And you said it's what time? So it is from two to seven on Saturday, the nineteenth, September nineteenth. Two to seven. You text that to me. I will text it to you right now. Um, what what is is that an Instagram link? I can text it to you as well. No, well, I was going to pull it up and share my screen, but. Oh, no, it's just a picture. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. It's cool. All right. Well, um, again, I appreciate everyone being on this evening. I appreciate the fellas jumping on. It was some insightful conversation. I think we had a, a good bag around here. Um, uh, like you all know, Open Door Policy. Come back on whenever you choose. Um, ladies, any final words? I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> Live and then live. I'm make you that sandwich. <laughs> she she too bougie for sandwiches. With a stack of money in the middle, though. I don't, <laughs> I don't think nobody too bougie for that. <laughs> I don't know what she is talking about. I'm talking about that sandwich, that one day at work. Y'all talking in code again. I don't. <laughs> but yes, it's, it's time to go. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, we'll get you all next time. This has been the Culture Cure. This is your culture, so be a part of the cure. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye.